I think that drama students need to really tap into all of the tools that they have available to them and the body is one of the most important tools. It has the capability of creating universal language. Um, so yeah, I think physical theatre is one of the key areas of, of drama education. Welcome to season five of Spotlight, the Meet the Talent series. Join us as we chat with industry professionals who will be leading some of the arts programs on offer in 2021 for teachers and students. Daniel McKinnon has been practicing and teaching physical theatre, drama and circus skills for over 20 years. She's a qualified secondary drama teacher with a Bachelor of International Creative Arts and is a mother to two crazy boys. An avid acrobalancer and hula hooper, Danielle ran away to a UK circus in 2003 and has been living a circus ever since. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you so much, Henry. Thank you for having me. It's definitely our pleasure to have somebody of your calibre on our podcast series. So to begin with, how did you first find your feet in the industry? Well, it was probably in high school uh, when I met my Year 12 drama teacher. Um, Michelle Carey is her name, a fellow drama teacher. She introduced me to the wonderful world of circus and physical theatre. And we actually started Swoop Physical Theatre together. After we decided we both had that passion, we started going into schools and doing workshops. Also, after joining the drama body, Drama New South Wales or the EDA, as it was back then, I met some wonderful drama teachers and decided that I really wanted to bring circus into the world of physical theatre and drama. How important do you think physical theatre is for the, for the drama student? I think it is absolutely vital. I think that drama students need to really tap into all of the tools that they have available to them and the body is one of the most important tools. It has the capability of creating universal language. So you can really reach out and kind of touch an audience with the power of the body and movement. Yeah, I think physical theatre is one of the key areas of, of drama education. What kind of growth do you observe in a workshop when you are involved with drama students? What works with them with the physical theatre? I come at it from the angle of circus and I find that that gives the students this kind of uh, environment of, of excitement and, um, and danger and risk or perceived risk, um, which I control very much, and they enjoy themselves with the different shapes that they can make first. And then I kind of surreptitiously sneak in the, um, the theory, you know, the, the movement theory. So using that circus is a really good medium for captivating them and exciting them about the form and then we can kind of slip in some of the practitioner theories as well. What are some of your career highlights that you think have also impacted on your teaching? Oh definitely directing Diagnosis Gravity which was a performance for the Sydney Fringe Festival a couple of years ago. Being able to work with some of the industry's most kind of acclaimed artists such as Deborah Batten who has worked for many years in the physical theatre world, Ira Seidenstein who is an amazing performer as well, 
some aerialists, Kate Reed, who is a fantastic circus artist and musician, being able to work with all of these people together really gave me so much experience in how to take all of the stuff that we teach in schools into a real life setting and then you know, kind of giving that knowledge back to the students as well on when we're devising with with physical theatre, what works and what doesn't work, you know, in a real life setting. So you can kind of apply those ideas to the teaching. Can you take us through your creative process? My creative process is very much starting from the body, obviously. (laughs) Lots of physical theatre companies have a very similar approach. I like to see what bodies are capable of and create strings of material that are purely physical and put them in front of an audience, you know, a casual audience, maybe the rest of the class, and allow them to kind of give meaning to the movement. That, I find, creates the most original material rather than uh, giving a script or some dialogue that that has to be kind of adhered to. I like to see what comes from the body. Everyone has their own body which creates individual movement and I think that's a really interesting place to start from. So, yeah, kind of go that way. Sounds amazing. Sounds fantastic. What actually motivates you as a creative? I am motivated by a lot of my peers. There are some companies that particularly inspire me and a lot of Australian companies and they don't actually have to be uh, physical theatre or circus. I find, you know, dance like Bangara or, you know, sometimes even martial arts, capoeira, sometimes even watching sport, it motivates me to create. And also seeing the different ideas that come from students That really motivates me as well because we have this wealth of information coming from a new generation that is really interesting and things that we may not have thought about we're able to kind of use to inspire us to create. So I love watching the students come up with their ideas and, yeah, no is never a a word used in my workshops. (laughs) Very true. The youth of today do give us an incredible perspective on things that perhaps we as adults lose sight of. What do you think the best advice is that you've been given? Practice, practice, practice. (laughs) Stick at it. If you can't do something straight away, try again. See as much live performance as possible. It's very inspirational and motivating. But yeah, mostly just uh, take time to develop your ideas and don't dismiss anything at the start of the creative process. Really kind of go with it and explore it and see where it goes. I think that's one of the the key factors with, with students that they're very inclined to dismiss very quickly what might end up being an incredible concept and uh, and to you know explore and to look at the world from a the multifaceted way that it actually is. How has technology impacted your artistry? I tend to stay away from technology. That might be controversial. I guess the only thing that technology has really done for me is in terms of inspiration, watching what's happening around the world you know, having access to social media and and whatnot and, and seeing what people are up to. But otherwise, I actually think that technology can 
potentially hinder the creative process. It's like watching a film and then going to create something. You know, you're you're coming in with preconceived ideas and you can be really easily influenced by some of the technology that's that's available. In terms of lighting and sound and that kind of technology, I think it's an amazing way to enhance physical theatre on stage. But in terms of the creative process and actually working with the body, I tend to stay away from technology. Which I can understand from a physical theatre point of view. As always, lighting is amazing for mood and atmosphere and, you know, we know all that. I guess music is integral to movement. (laughs) So um, I guess, you know, technology can be very broad when you really think about it. Yeah, I do use music that inspires movement. When you you discussed uh, the idea of music, what kind of music do you like to use when you're working with physical theatre? I like to use music that uh, has no vocals. Classical music can be really interesting and experimental music. I feel like that type of music gives you the most uh, scope to create. Have you collaborated with any original composers to, for any of your performances? Yes, for Diagnosis Gravity, the Sydney Fringe show, uh, we had Kate Reid, who is an incredible uh, musician and circus artist, and we created a piece. She played accordion, she played cello, she played violin and percussion live on stage, actually following the performers around while they were performing, which had such an impact on the meaning of the piece, that was probably the most beautiful collaboration with music that I've been a part of. That notion of collaboration is integral to physical theatre and for you to discuss it also from looking at it from an elements of production point of view is really important because I think often students forget about the elements of production and how they are used to enhance a performance If you could open a show for any artist, who would it be? I have many, many favourite artists. (laughs) Gravity and Other Myths is an amazing Australian circus company uh, who really excite me. I think if we were going back in time, I would probably say the work of Philippe Jonty, um, some beautiful visual physical work. I love Legs on the Wall and I work with them a bit. There are so many artists. I think, you know, Bangara, that's another company I really love. Yeah, so not, not so much a single artist but, but companies and there are so many amazing upcoming Australian companies that are re- really exciting as well. So, Well, that's something that we should all keep an eye out as well so that we can take our students to broaden their, their horizons on the, the role of physical theatre. Daniel, later this year we have you as our Let's Act series tutor for our workshops. What can the Sydney Catholic School students and the teachers expect to experience working with you? A lot of fun, (laughs) a lot of laughter. (laughs) I like to be very casual with the kids so that they don't feel a whole lot of pressure to perform. So we're going to ease them into it with some some circus-type acro-balance fun balancing on and with each other. I think they can expect to feel empowered. I think they can expect to actually learn a lot about creating and devising through the body and how much content they can actually create just from the body. That will be a key thing for the students. 
That sounds incredibly exciting. Danielle, your wealth and knowledge in physical theatre and circus skills has already broadened the knowledge of many, many students. And I think we are incredibly lucky to have you as part of our Let's Act series. And more importantly, I think so many students have had the benefit of your knowledge and expertise in their own workshops. And thank you so much for sharing your incredible gifts and talents with us today. My absolute pleasure, Henry. Thank you so much for letting me be part of the podcast.